everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, we will be doing a fan request, and that request is Simpsons Road Rage. Simpson impersonation you can whip out, Craig. <clears throat> oh, oh, me. <laughs> wow, that was. Oh, me. Uh, oh, that's sort, good. Sort of. All right. That was okay. good. That, well, well, good. Sounding in my head, anyway. All right. Uh -huh. So, um, Craig, who was the fan that requested this? Let's get that out of the way first. This was a charming young gentleman named Jason. Thank you very much. I heard he's doing very well in university, uh, on his way to become a rocket scientist. Mm, nice one, Jason. Well done. Keep up the good work. Yeah, yeah, you won't um, end up like us. Uh, I, I actually don't know. Uh, he could be a man that steps on kitten skulls in his free time. But I like to think that he's a rocket scientist. Mm, a, a rocket scientist would pick a game like this. Oh, a man well, that steps on kittens would have picked Carmageddon. Oh, that's a good point. You know. So what, what if you pick Simpsons Hit and Run? I mean, that's kind of halfway between the two. Uh, car thief? Okay. I, I was going to say somebody that runs over kitten skulls in a rocket ship. Oh. How do you run over something in a rocket ship? You're suspended in the air or, uh, or space? Well, I mean, unless you launch horror, you know, parallel to the ground, mm -hmm. and then it just scrapes the ground. I mean, that's the only way I can think to do it. Fair enough. Speaking anyway. of rocket ships. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so, uh, it, it's uh, due to circumstances, it's been a little while since me and Craig recorded, so we're a little bit rusty. Do forgive us as we, you know, get our fingernails caught in a bike chain and fall over trying to get going again. Mm. Um, with me is, of course, Craig. Say hi, Craig. Ha ha! No, that was rubbish. Yeah. That, well, I mean, what are you going to do? I am so smart. I am so smart. SMRT. <laughs> oh, good. I was hoping you were going to nail it, sir. <laughs> All right. So, um, Craig, give us stats on Simpsons Road Rage and we will kick this sucker off. Cool. Simpsons Road Rage is a 2001 released game developed by Radical Entertainment and Ultron for the Game Boy Advance, published by Electronics Arts and THQ for the Game Boy Advance. Um, it was released in PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube, all in 2001 and the Game Boy Advance in 2003 and it is a driving what, what's what's the a driving bat, battle combat what's the genre of game uh, <laughs> crazy taxi that, that's oh, look, the genre ve vehicular vehicular combat it's not a vehicular combat vehicular combat's like twisted metal hmm this I is suppose. more this would be like, um, vehicular time attack? Uh. Yeah. So more, more, actually more more like Crazy Taxi. It's quite like Crazy Taxi. I noticed there's some similarities. There's a lot of similarities, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I guess for us just talking about The Simpsons would be a little bit of a disappointment. So uh, mm -hmm. let's take The Simpsons thing and put that aside for right now. And yeah. uh, what are your thoughts on Crazy Taxi? 
Um, I really like Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi is one of those things where if you see it in an arcade, it's got that, you know, standing butt steering wheel with pedal thing going on. I love it. I love it to bits because it's so quick if you're crap at it, which I'm not the best at it. Very frantic. And it's got the right balance of cartoony driving physics that makes it just feel so fun to play. It's just fast and frantic. It's it's a very, very, very good playable game to me. Um, I'm with you when it comes to the arcade, right? Because I, I agree. Crazy Taxi is fun to just plunk a dollar in and you call it fun for 44 seconds because I'm not exactly the greatest at it. My problem's generally always been when it comes home. Did you ever play any of the home console versions? I did play it at home but I played it it's always it's like again for me with my brother the perfect turnabout game or my, me my brother and my dad you know it's my go it's my go it's my go and it gives you that extra layer of competition I'm either playing this for a minute and then I've got to give my brother a go or I get really good at this and he never gets a shot <laughs> and that extra driving force kind of got me going on it Plus the um, soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 indeed. Um, I see, since I didn't have family members that decided to play the game with me and I was a lonely little boy, it was always a solo thing for me. And uh, it was one of those things where you see it in the arcade and you're like, oh, this game is great, this game is fun. <gasps> I can have it at home. And then you, you take it home and you play it and you're like, oh, well, this is only fun for like 44 seconds at a time and then I have to start over. Yeah. And so it, it was kind of a weird relationship I had with it. It was kind of like um, I treated it with the same degree of reverence that I would treat something like the Super Monkey Ball mini games, right? Okay, yeah. Where it's like, you know, I'll whip it out every once in a while, and that's that. However, The Simpsons. Yeah. Sir. Oh, one more crazy taxi thing I learned. Yeah, sure. Crack on. And this is quite relevant to a game that we're doing in a couple of weeks, but we'll actually record tonight. I know it's that behind the curtain thing again. Cool Spot, which I didn't know was an advert game for uh, 7-Up. Apparently, Crazy Taxi was a KFC heavily funded game. Oh, yeah. It also had Pizza Hut and... Oh, who else did I read? KFC, Pizza Hut Company. Uh, Levi? Yeah, I think it was Levi, yeah. Or Gap, someone like that. I had I had no idea. This tiny fact, completely, I I missed it. I, I don't even know if it was just the American release that was ended up full of KFCs, but I didn't know that at all. Um, dumb, dumb American curiosity. Are they brands you're familiar with over there? Like, do they have KFC yeah, over there? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, they've got KFC, Levi stoles, although they're less um, prevalent up where I am. There's, I think there's one in Glasgow and Buchanan Street Galleries. God, that's like, I'm really advertising the Levi store and Buchanan <laughs> Street Galleries. Um, and yeah, they, so they are, and obviously we've got Pizza Hut because, you know, Domino's has to have competition. It's, yeah, just never noticed. I never thought about yeah. it in that way. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, again, the Super Monkey Ball. I never really thought, wait, did Dole Bananas pay for this? I know, yeah. Ah, so so Simpsons. We have done a Simpsons game in the past, right? 
We have, we have. We did uh, Krusty's Funhouse. That's what it was. I couldn't remember what it was for the life of me. Oh, wow. Um, How could you not remember that, Gem? Uh, I block out a lot of what we've done. Yeah. I mean, the big thing, the big difference between Krusty's Funhouse and uh, Road Rage, it is Road Rage we played It's Not Hit and Run. Yeah, yes. That's right, isn't it? It's, it's, Road, it's Road, Rage. Road Rage. I'll never, I'll never ever remember. <laughs> is the beauty of Hit and Run. Com- no, God damn it. Road Rage. The beauty of Road Rage compared to Crazy Taxi when you start adding in the Simpsons thing is every single Simpsons detail they've placed in there is perfect. You get custom quips from vo- perfectly voice acted characters right the way through it. It's themed correctly. Everything fits in. Krusty's Funhouse was another game that had Simpsons sprites pasted on top of it. Not and it even no sense good whatsoever. Simpsons sprites. No, no, it's just <laughs> terrible. Because that's what I wanted to talk about was like the use of the license, like how much the bang mm. for their buck they got. And with Honestly, Krusty's Funhouse, oh. they just had Moe's Tavern stickers on you know, broken down warehouses and stuff here, mm-hmm. you very much get a lot of bang for your buck. I would oh, say 100%. it's what just, just, I played it probably 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the different modes really help add single player value. But in terms of like voiceover work, you get almost an episode's worth of voiceover work. And there's a lot in here. There's just heaps. Everyone does. Everyone has at least, uh, quip for getting in the car something for telling you to speed up something for when you do a jump and fly through the air something for when you break or crash into someone and something for getting to the destination the like at least five distinct lines that fit for the destination they're going to and where they it's 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 actually it's for as simple a game as it is it's it's some flipping script that must have been written just to make sure all bases were covered (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, it surprised me a lot when um, I I you know play as Marge and uh, or I was playing as Abe and Marge gets in and there's oh there's custom dialogue between these two instead of your usual just random barks. So on top of all that, there's interaction dialogue going on. It's it's incredible. Um, like honestly, actually. <laughs> You know, Craig, since it's been a while since we've done this, I, I did just realize mm-hmm. we forgot to do... Um, do, do you have any history with this game? Oh, oh God, we didn't, did we? Uh, yes, I do have history with this game. I already owned it on the original Xbox, and it's the original Xbox I have had for, like, near on 20 years. So Still could bludgeon a man to death with it, I hope still could bludgeon a man to death it is um, hardware modded so I've got that wee switch on the front to boot it into the original OS or a custom OS and it's been an, a solid workhorse it's set up in the bedroom and it just it's just great so when I when I booted it up I played Simpsons for a wee while and then I was like hmm I'm going to play some Burnout and I finished Burnout <laughs> and then I was like what else and so then I'm like six hours in and I'm like, what? Why, why? Why am I even sitting in bed playing the Xbox? I'd completely and utterly forgotten. It's brilliant. Um, the Xbox and anyway, anyway, what's what's your what's your history? Um, uh, the first time I played this, I played it on GameCube because that was my main system for a very small amount of time back then. 
It's like, yeah, sure, I'll buy a Simpsons on that. You know, back when, like, mini-discs were cool. And um, I remember liking this, but I don't remember liking it as much as Hit and Run. Um, like I said with Crazy Taxi, this kind of got relegated to, well, I'm in the mood for something quick. I don't really have a lot of time, but I still want to play something. There we go. This will work. So it was kind of something that just got rotated. Um, mm-hmm. Not not to be rude, but what was the gentleman's name again? What gentleman? Th- that suggested this. Oh, Jason. Sorry. All right. So, Jason, um, congratulations. You made me spend a whopping $2.99. Um, <laughs> I would say it was worth my $2.99. That was not a problem at all. 100% worth your $2.99. It's a, f- a fine game to add to the collection. Another, I've got, I've got a question. Yours. Did cre- did Crazy Taxi have a mission structured mode, or was it all arcade? Because I, um, I want to say has. two or three did. Okay, but when they came home, I'm I'm not too sure on that. I only vaguely played those. Um, did you uh, futz around with the mission mode in this? Yeah, I did them all. I did the missions and a couple of free run, not free run, a couple of. The arcade, what's the arcade mission bit called? Uh, Crazy taxi mode. Yeah, I was just going to say it's arcade mode. Uh, You want to explain the difference between the two? Okay, so you got arcade mode or crazy taxi mode um, in which you start, you've got three difficulty levels, easy, medium and hard, and that dictates how much time you've got on the clock to start. I think it's 45, 60 and 75 seconds or maybe 30, 60 and 90 or some some range like that. I want to say it was 45 yeah, I remember. Forty-five sounds about right. Um, so, ah, uh, thirty, forty-five, and sixty. We'll go with that. I don't know, really, to be honest. So you start the timer starts clicking down, and you have to drive through a portion of the city, Evergreen Terrace, say, pick up passengers who then give you a location where you need to drive them to, and a timer starts. Say it's a second timer, so you've got your main timer that started at forty-five seconds. And you pick up your passenger who has given you 30 seconds. It's Reverend Lovejoy and you need to get him to the church. So you get he jumps in and if you're Grandpa Simpson, turns out Reverend Lovejoy says, take me to the church and I expect to see you there on Sunday. It's great. Just drive, bottle, drive all the way to church and Reverend Lovejoy gets out. If you've got five seconds on the clock, all that plus extra time gets added to your main clock and you just keep on going. You get bonus money, which ticks up dependent on how long you've been driving for. So you keep on getting paid for your crazy taxi shenanigans. And the aim of the game is to not run out of time. Do not run out. Just keep on picking up passengers and legging it to the destinations. Which now... um Something I couldn't remember because it's been a long time since I played Crazy Taxi. I remember once you dropped off a passenger in Crazy Taxi, sometimes it was a like a small amount, five seconds worth of a drive to pick up another passenger. Yeah. I didn't seem to run into that here. They seem to spawn like incredibly close to you. Honestly, yeah, it's it's the biggest thing. The biggest thing I noticed is you are never more than a couple of seconds away from your next passenger. It's brilliant, even if sometimes you pick up someone and they've only got a 10 second ride they only need to go to the petrol station down the bottom of the hill from the church so you like they jump in you drive for three or four seconds and they jump out again but every single time you just want to be picking up the closest person there's no or i don't think there's any real tactic to selectively picking who you 
pick up because I would think time- even your t- oh god no 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 on you go I was gonna say by the time you picked selectively who you want I don't know if you would make up for it in the time you yeah. lost getting to that person that is exactly verbatim oh. what I was about to say to I'm be sure. honest we have we have achieved singularity here yes <laughs> So yeah, it's it's fantastic. So that's your arcade mode. There is, and this is my fault completely. There's a Sunday drive mode, which I didn't actually open. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I'm sure I can Google it while I'm also talking about the, your mission structured mode. Your missions, there's 10 of them, and it starts off with, I, I can't remember. <laughs> Let's just give an example. Uh, it's Grandpa Simpson is one of the missions and Grandpa Simpson is driving about and he wants to knock over all of the dustbins and there's 10 dustbins you've got to knock over in 45 seconds and it involves randomly driving about the city or the roads or Evergreen Terrace or whatever, knocking down the dustbins which are marked in the same way that passengers are marked with a dotted line around them. There's one where um, Krusty the Clown is knocking down Krusty the Clown poles. Uh, there's one where Barney Rubble is knocking down... No, Otto is knocking down lampposts outside the school and you just have to drive in the bus and knock knock down the lampposts. All all ten of the missions are in that format. You have to knock down X amount of vaguely themed things for the character. The last mission is Homer and as Homer you have to knock down Mr. Burns' statues while an angry um, Smithers and Mr. Burns chases you and tries to boop you out of the way. It's it's a good 10-15 minutes to get through if you know what you're doing or you're, you've got any modicum of skill. A couple of times you end with one or two seconds on the clock and it's quite tense, but overall it's just, it's just a thing. It's a thing to do to get you to sample the drivers and more of the dialogue. Um, So uh, I, I, out of curiosity I checked after this because I like to check you know, hey, what's a speed run run mm-hmm. at? And the speed run, I, I didn't watch all of it, but they were sitting at 10 hours. What? Yeah, which For is weird. A speed, a, is that a speed run of the missions? Because the missions are like less than a minute each. Like how uh, the missions. It, no, it was picking up passengers and dropping them off and oh, you know, taking I, shortcuts and whatnot. I suppose if you don't... You, the, I don't know that there's a way to complete this game. If you're that good... A speed run wouldn't be so much a how fast can you get to the end, it's how long can you last? <laughs> you know, like That's what I was thinking, right? It must be that must be your speed run is how long can you last? And if someone's sitting at ten hours, oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> Don't let that man in an arcade machine. I know. Um, yeah. But it brought up an interesting question in my brain. Could I play this for ten hours in one sitting? Mm. I, I, I don't think I could. If I said, Dave, me, you, Mike, and Luke are all going to play Road Rage, and whoever gets the longest time wins something. I don't know. Anything. will win something. A Jaffa and Cake. It just so, a Jaffa Cake. And it just so happens that you found your flow with the game, and you became one with The Simpsons, and you were at seven hours of playing it. Would you stop? Would you just stop and go, ah, I've probably beat the guys? Or would you carry on until the bitter end and you fail? Well, 
Uh, I, there are very few games where I'm that good at it, especially if it's, you know, <laughs> a game that's trying to make you lose. Um, only once or twice have I been that good at a game where I will walk away before I've used up all my credits. I did it in the arcade as a kid quite a bit. And, and oddly enough, it's always with older games that I wasn't very good with. It was like, oh, I'm going to play me some Pac-Man. And then you play Pac-Man for two boards and you're like, well, well, this is it. Final fight's over there. I'm just going to walk away. Hopefully somebody can use my quarter. Mm-hmm. And I never got good enough with Crazy Taxi to ever, you know, get bored of it before I had to pay it more money. Did that ever happen to you? No, God, no. I've never been that good at anything. There's games that I've played at home, and I'm racking my brains to think of one. I know, I know the feeling you're talking about. I just can't place it on what games I've played, to be honest. But um, has yeah, there ever been an arcade game that you've put your money in, and before it was up, you're like, yeah, this game, it's not very good. I'm leaving. Oh yeah, plenty, plenty of times I've done that because you know sometimes there's something that is just pants, and it's like. I've lost my quarter already. I don't have quarter. My twenty p or my fifty p pound <laughs> or something like that. Jeez, I've lost my money already. Is the gate? Is do I really want to lose my time as well? Um, oddly enough, I don't think that's ever happened to me with a light gun game. Even the no, worst got, light never, gun games. Never in a million years is that going to happen with a light gun game. Speaking of which, I was round good friend's house the other day playing Time Crisis Two. Oh my goodness. It's the best. I, I've now I've now resolved to get in a CRT and hiding it somewhere. Maybe even cutting a cavity in a wall and embedding the telly into a wall. That to make would it be look. very cool. That would be very cool. It was it was a brilliant experience and it reignited my love of or my love for light gun games. So I started investigating and there's a Kickstarter that I was told about ages ago and I seem to have forgotten about. Um Ian had explained it to me. There's a, a Kickstarter for light guns that work with LCD and LED tellies. It's got a wee camera embedded in it, and it just works. You shoot, and it detects what you're shooting at. Oh, it's going to work off a camera, not like a uh, sensitivity bar, like the Wii? Yep. It's a camera inside the barrel of the gun. Huh. So when you pull the trigger, it knows what you're pointed at. And it, and it works. I, That's actually honestly, not too far off of like the NES zappers. Mm-hmm. Huh. That just would be interesting. Of the whole reflecty th- or not reflecty thing, but the the way they work. Obviously, you can't. Yeah, the refresh rates rate. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I would, I see playing a gun game. I could play a gun game. I've been playing um, Blood and Truth in VR. Just the demo of Blood and Truth, and mm-hmm. oh my, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's like the future of gun games, I think, is in Blood and Truth. If now, you, in fact, you can get a demo. It's free for the demo. I don't like demos, man. I don't. I don't. I can't do demos. They annoy me. Uh, when you went, when you were playing with Ian, uh, we'll get back to the Simpsons Road Race chat after these messages. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when you were playing with Ian, did you guys play on CERT or did he have an arcade cab? Oh, it's CRT. It was on CRT, and oddly, the PS2. I had not anticipated this in a slightly, but the PS2 splits the output onto two screens. Yeah. Which I... And if you had a second TV, you could split it over two TVs, which works the way it works in arcade. It it never even crossed my mind. But we were sitting playing on a relatively small CRT with half of the screen each in a wee box shooting. (laughs) Um, And I'm not not the best at it. Uh, 
we then went on to play some weird Japanese release of Point Blank or something, and it was just... I was going to say, uh, I'm surprised you didn't go straight for the Point. I love Point Blank, man. Oh, point Blank was good. so good. Um, uh, I can't remember. I had the PS2 version of Time Crisis 3, I think it was. Uh, it's a little squiffy. Did did yours come with a foot pedal? Mm, I no? had the... Or- I had the original, when I was a kid, I had the original Time Crisis with the original G-Cons, and that wasn't a foot pedal, that was a button on the side of the That's what I, okay, that's what I remembered. And then Ian's got Time Crisis 2 with the G-Con 2s, which is all, they're sleeker, but it's also a button on the barrel. A pedal would have been ace. I'm kind of surprised, you know, since it's, you know, DDR pads were a thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of too bad you couldn't jigger the two of them to work together I know yeah but uh, yeah it's been geez, <laughs> it's been last time I played a light gun game was on the Wii it was with uh, the Resident Evil ones with Abby it's been quite a while oh, just light gun games need to make a, a, a good comeback like House of the Dead Overkill yes because playing that with a stick or a, a mouse it's just not the same. No, no, light gun games are not good with a mouse. They are way too easy. Yep. Um, yep, yep. All right, so your question of this episode is, if you could have one light gun arcade cab, would you go for the classics like Time Crisis or would you go like the Terminator that had the Uzis or, uh, you know, Silent Scope with the, the giant honking rifle? It would have to be, oddly, now between three... And one of them would get instantly, or almost instantly cut, but it would be the Jurassic Park one because you got to sit inside Ooh. the car. Yeah, that one with the little fancy curtains. Yeah, exactly. that was cool. Yeah, you pull the curtain. It was really cool, but I would cut that for either uh, Time Crisis or Silence, maybe Time Crisis 2 or Silence Scope, um, with a sprinkling of House of, the Dead, House of the Dead shotguns or something in there. There's something classic and big that I could replay rather than I forgot Jurassic Park would be like, oh, look at that, that's so cool. But I wouldn't play it as much. That was really cool. A time crisis. If space wasn't an issue, I might go for like LA Machine Guns. Did you ever play that one? No, no, no. The guns, if, unless you want to Google it, they were about the size as the mounted miniguns you get on the side of a helicopter. Oh my God. And, you know, they had the double handle thing and you'd have to swivel it around. It was, it was really fun. And those things shook like crazy, man. It was, it was really good. So that was Simpsons Road Rage with oh a I'm, arcade chat interval. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, back on no, track. It's perfectly fine. We were speaking about the differences in game modes. We went through the mechanics. The, the music's music in this. It's kind of like background. It would be as well being, oh, we didn't do the story. Dave, the story. So um, there is a story. Ahead. There is a okay. story. So Mr. Burns bless his cotton socks, has invented a nuclear-powered yes. bus, which uh, Mr. Molman is the Hans Molman, sir. Hans Molman. The introduction cutscene is actually incredibly funny because it's just got all this rigmarole about him inventing the bus and it cuts to look at the bus and it's glowing and Molman's glowing and he just says, Kill me! <laughs> poor it's poor so Hans. Good. So then this inspires um, Homer to go out. He writes, you know, like Simpsons taxi or something on the side of his car and goes off to work as a taxi driver. (laughs) 
Quit playing those stupid video games, boy. I want to watch TV. We're live in front of City Hall as joyless plutocrat Montgomery Burns is about to unveil his new line of nuclear-powered buses. Behold the Burns Atomic Megabus. Faster, cheaper, and completely safe. Please kill me. That poor man. I hope someone does kill him. Those radioactive buses are a threat to the public health. Threat to public health, eh? That gives me an idea. What do you think? Just get to the game already. At the end of the story. <laughs> That's it. It's more of a setup, really, as to why you're doing this. So invite all your friends over that watch The Simpsons together and you can have a nice, maybe three minute long intro to an episode this brings up a question i have for you uh we are both what you would call simpsons fans i guess right like i've seen every every season and every episode up until last year i think um i have met people who throw out simpsons references in every other sentence and it's almost its own coded language and there's a part of me that thinks that's really annoying and there's a part of me that thinks haha I, I get the reference that's that's cool um have you ever met anyone like that no oddly no i the simpsons it's it was big but it's it's kind of lost not a lot of people watch it these days here uh you no know, yeah i mean even here the the audience is is shrinking Dwindling, massively yeah. but i mean Oh, I I haven't spoken to people about The Simpsons in so long. And it was a thing. It was a very big thing way back in the day. So at the time this was released, The Simpsons was huge. And it just got bigger and bigger by, to by the time I was... Maybe 1995, 1996 was the first time I stopped thinking about The Simpsons. But I've never met anyone that regularly quotes it. In fact, my wife... And I, I'm sorry, Laura, you're wrong. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like The Simpsons because she just thinks that it's it's not well written or, or anything at all. She, it just doesn't click with her. And I think something's wrong with her. Um, We can take a break if you'd like to slap her with a sack of potatoes. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to do because it's it's brilliant. It's And I, I watch it and the kids watch it. So I watch it in the kid, with the kids. And Emily, t- tonight, last night, Whenever she came into the room while I was playing it, um, and she, it was the opening cut scene I was watching just to make sure that I got the story right, and she's <laughs> like, "That that looks totally fake. That's not the real Simpsons because of the terrible." <laughs> terrible I, I kind of had that initial knee jerk reaction to like, "Oh, uh-huh. oh, yeah. oh, okay." This is um, what three D looked like in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, uh, not ninety nine. Well. Well, no, it wasn't jaggy enough for 91. You didn't have, like, the weird... Um, okay, so I'm, I'm curious now, and this has nothing to do with Simpsons Road Rage, but I'm curious. Uh, Simpsons, what, does your wife like any of, like, the alternatives to the Simpsons? Like, is she a Family Guy person? Is she a Bob's Burgers person? No, no, not not particularly. We don't, to be honest, we don't watch a lot of television. I've been watching Disenchantment 
on Netflix, which I find my, quite funny. My kid um, loves it. Yeah. Honest, honest. It's just it's again really quite well written. I we we liked South Park when we first got together. That was the big thing. After that, I wasn't a fan of Futurama. She wasn't a fan of uh, Family Guy. The only one we really, really, really kind of got on with together was South Park. Oddly enough, I mean uh, that's a great choice. Great yeah. choice. Uh, Kelsey's kind of the opposite. She re- just vehemently dislikes South Park, except for the songs. She likes the songs, but likes The Simpsons. Dislikes Futurama. Cannot stand Family Guy. So it's it's eh, yeah. eh, what are we gonna I mean, watch? I watch them universally. Family Guy is the worst. You know, I used to think that, right? And mm-hmm. I'll. I'm going through that phase mm-hmm. in my life where it's like I want to put something to bed. My my opinion, I want to solidify this. And I started watching Family Guy from the beginning. And I'm up to like season 12 now. And I don't think it's as bad as I initially thought it was. I don't think it hits like Simpsons heights in its day or even Futurama heights. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's terrible. It's not as good as like Archer or Bob's Burgers, but oh. you know it's it's there. Archer's pretty good. The one we've neglected to mention is American Dad. American Dad, I'm still like that's one I'm gonna do after Family Guy because it's I remember liking American Dad way more than mm-hmm. Family Guy. Yeah, but who knows? Tiff, Tiff. Yes, this has been. We're at, we're at half an hour or over half an hour and we've spoken about light gun games and cartoons. <laughs> Look, Are we never the wrong the time to talk oh, no. about cartoons. Well, no, okay, so here's the thing, right? Um, Dear Jason, you rocket scientist person, you. Um, I We're kind of running into that thing, right? Like I am at least where it's like, oh, this is just crazy taxi with a skin slapped on it. So if you ever wanted us to do Crazy Taxi, this is about the episode you would get. I don't have any real uh, fondness for Crazy Taxi, and the game itself is pretty disposable to me. So if you slap on The Simpsons onto it, it adds a little bit of um, affection for me. Actually, a lot of affection for me. But it's still not enough for me to get really excited, and there's not much to actually talk about once you've said, this is Crazy Taxi, but here are the Simpsons differences, you know? I mean, unless you you disagree with that, Craig. Mm, I disagree. Okay, don't say how. Let's leave it a mystery. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I... Oh, yeah, I, I'm actually going to not say anything. What I'm going to say is... Sorry, Dave. What I'm going to say is... Uh, Jason left a note. Shall I read out Jason's note? Well, absolutely. That's the plan. Um, probably should have read it at the start to see why you picked it. Um, I like to keep it in suspense. Could... Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. So this is from Jason. Thank you, Jason, again. I used to play this ripoff of Crazy Taxi so much, and it's probably my favourite Simpsons game of all time. No, that's I'm paraphrasing now because I can't really read. I'm new to the show. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going through older episodes. Let's not talk about the show because the show's rubbish. Speaking oh, of absolutely. which, I recently listened to Uniracer's episode and I'm the guy you were talking about who loved that game. I used to rent it and beat it all the time. Then like a few weeks later, I'd rent it again and see how my score's beaten, so I had to beat them again. So he rented Uniracer's at least 20 times and you, you know all the high scores. That's between, that guy. 
That's what the is guy the note done? About. <laughs> yep, that's it. Okay, okay. Um, I think I'd rather play Uniracers. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sitting here thinking, and I've got like the one eye shut, and I'm thinking, huh? You know, Uniracers <laughs> doesn't sound too bad right now. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, um, I I'm I've run out of things to say about the Simpsons. It's th- probably one of the best examples of a licensed game that I can think of in terms of usage of the license. It's I I think this is the rare time when the license makes the game better rather than just making it different. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you'd be right, which is nice. That's pretty much going to wrap up this shindig of an episode. We're sorry if this is weird. Uh, we're still getting back into the game. Not not Simpsons Road Rage, the, the game of podcasting. The uh, game but of life. You sunk my battleship. Oh dear God! Anyway, let's 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 finish this up. Let's finish this up. I was going to ask, do you have anything wants... else left to say? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, no, nothing else to say. Thank you for picking this. Uh, honestly, it not only gave me an absolute blast from the past playing Road Rage, but I ended up going through a wee mini back catalogue of Xbox games, and I'm now just a bit, quite excited to go and play some more Xbox games. To be honest, I've got Black and gun up for a wee bit of shooting. Ooh, ooh. Now, gun. Gun, I would be curious about. But black? Black I've actually played recently. And uh, we'll see what you think. I'm curious. Let me know. Oh, dear. That's, that sounds ominous. I really like that game. <laughs> I did, too. I, I held that up like, this is one of the best games. And I really liked the live-action cutscenes that were mm-hmm. in them. Because that was, like, cool and different at the time. But uh, the gunplay hasn't aged the greatest i don't oh, think but oh, anyway dear. that's black anyway, that's black um do you have any final words of wisdom no i will i will shut us out um i think this is a fun game if you're in the mood for crazy taxi i i think the license adds more to the game than just crazy taxi like if you're a non-simpsons fan i still think it's actually a little more enjoyable because it's a little more zany than just picking a dude who has a green mohawk and looks kind of like a lizard driving a taxi cab. It's still Homer, you know, you still know the characters. Um, and being able to explore a virtual Springfield, not on the virtual Springfield game, but in this, is always kind of a nice bonus. So even if you're not a fan of Simpsons, this is better than Crazy Taxi, I think. The only mm. thing I could say that's, like, bad is either I forgot how floaty crazy taxi was or this is floaty in terms of the way your car moves i think they're quite identical they are very very okay yeah it's like you're driving on an oil slick anyway so again thank you jason it was a lot of fun to do this as a request and if you have a request that you'd like to have us take a look at you can do that on the website at thebiteffect.com. We got a fancy little form you can fill out. And like Jason did, put a little bit of a note afterwards letting us know why you picked it and all that nonsense. Uh, other than that, you can hit us up on Facebook and Twittergram and Insta, in, Insta Facebook or whatever whatever you kids use nowadays. Uh, so, Craig, what do we got next week? So, next week and the week after are, is, will be the two-parter on Resident Evil 2. Yes. Uh, so, as usual, first episode will be covering the mechanics and general nitty gritty stuff. 
No spoilers, and the second week will be a spoiler-heavy exploration of the story in the usual scattershot fashion that has become our trademark. (laughs) Alright, we will catch you next time when we talk about Resident Evil Simpsons. (laughs) You were supposed to go dope, and you didn't. Dope. Alright, thank you. (laughs) Alright, see you later. Bye. Bye!